0: Good morning, all nations worship assembly. Please let those individuals come on in and let's get them seated. You guys may be seated. Amen. In the house of the Lord. Welcome to Vision of Love.
1: Amen. Amen. How many of you know we are the bride of Christ? We are not yet ready. And so um, this year's Vision of Love is geared towards getting us ready as a church. Um, We accomplished some amazing things last year, and we'll go over those things. Um, But we also are going to be vision casting for this year. Um, For us here at All Nations, our years always go from February to February. So as we're counting numbers, statistics, and things like that, that's how we kind of run our calendar year from February to February. And when we um, started the church back in 2010— We did a lot of vision casting in 2009, and that vision casting allowed for us all to be on the same page. What we found is after people started to join in later on and we were so busy doing the work, we weren't taking as much time to cast a vision for what we really were trying to accomplish. And so we started the annual event of Vision of Love. And this is where we get to share with you the things that you've accomplished, the things that we've accomplished together, but also to get us all on the same page so that we know what we're doing for the next 12 months and why we're doing it. And so this is Vision of Love. Um, Welcome to Vision of Love. If you are...
0: Can I say something? yeah. I think it was so interesting watching all of your faces as you were coming in and just looking at this. And some of you genuinely were looking for who was getting married today. Uh, but how many of you appreciate a creative church that does things out of the box? I do.
1: Amen. And so if you are a partner here at All Nations, and of course this information is important to you, um, we believe that yes, there was a reason why you joined All Nations, but we should also be um, very clear on what we're doing. So you don't want to just join a place and not know the purpose or the direction um, for it. We appreciate you being here, but we don't want you to be here ignorantly. We want you to be here and be able to be all in with the vision. And then if you are a guest here, we realize this is drastically different. If you come back next week, I'm not gonna promise it's gonna be normal. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't do too many things normal, but it'd be closer to normal. But I think that you too will enjoy hearing about a church that is endeavoring to be built after an Acts 2 church. And so hopefully you all will be able to celebrate with us as well. So I wanna get started. Um, we had how many initiatives last year? We had three initiatives, come on now, this is a church on on the same page. We had three initiatives last year, and one of those initiatives was the Soul Winner Initiative. Our goal with the Soul Winner initiative was to bring in a record amount of souls into the kingdom. Our goal with that initiative was to launch an evangelism team, not that just was in existence, but had weekly um, output, weekly going out and winning souls to the kingdom. How many of you know we accomplished that goal? And so the goal was um, to add to the church daily and so we uh, have been adding to the body of Christ every week the soul winners the evangelism team they go out um, every week on Thursday sometime a different time depending on the weather but they are relentless when it comes to getting in these streets and bringing souls into the kingdom. And so if you ever want to join them, you're interested in joining that at that team, or you just want to go win some souls one week, then that is always available and open to you. And last year alone, we brought in 785 souls to the kingdom. Amen. And so the year before, we had endeavored to um, bring in at least 365 souls, because we wanted one per day. But last year, we vision cast that we would at least double that, and we even exceeded that goal. And so, amen.
0: Good job, all nations. I think that the part of what the church is supposed to do is to live outside of the four walls, and the reason why we exist is to be light into darkness. And if the church is not fulfilling that mandate, it doesn't look like Jesus' church. And so it's vitally important that we do that. One of our other um, amazing initiatives we had here last year was the initiative of Occupy. So we said that in, amen, we said that in 2018, we would obtain our own facility dedicated to the purposes of hosting worship experiences and the other functions of all nations, San Bernardino, and Kingdom Culture, Community Development Corporation, and you can see what we did we did that 909 North D Street Amen. you'd be seated I mean how many places do you know where we cast that in February and have closed on the building by December and uh, that's amazing and it's powerful to see the hand of God come upon this church in the way he had Because it is a testimony to this nation that you may not have what you want or you need in your hand at that time. But the only thing I need from God is a word. And if I have a word, it's enough building blocks to do what God has called me to do. Our next initiative um, that we cast vision for last year was the 1K run, and the whole goal of the 1K run was that we would establish committed army of believers that would gather weekly to meet or exceed 1,000 attendees. We do not see 1,000 people um, in attendance yet at All Nations Worship Assembly, but we do want to show you uh, a graph that kind of shows you the track of what we saw with monthly attendance on last year year so it it went up and down and up and down but right now um currently in our building we're seeing around 400 people a week that are coming to worship so what we've got to do now is that our job is to be able to increase that and to take it to the next level. And we'll talk more about that in a moment.
1: Yeah, and then I also will just note, um, because some people will see the spike between September, October, and November. In September, October, and November, we actually hosted two worship experiences. And so September, October, and November, we were looking at Um, seeing two experiences. We had about 40 people or so that would come to both. And so they got counted twice. Um, So there was no way to, you know, walk around and ask people, did you come earlier? Okay, we won't count you again. (laughs) And so that's why you somewhat see a spike between September, October, and November. If you look at the trend with just one worship experience, then it does continue to be an upward trend, even though we Mm -hmm. fell um, short of that 1,000 in attendance each week, so... Amen. Just for my statistics, people. (laughs) Amen. So, um, however, um, in light of that 1K initiative that we fell a little short, we did grow as a body. And so last year, we added 136 partners. So that was amazing. We prayed for 2,386 people.
0: One of my favorites is that we fed in the community. First of all, let me go back to those prayers. Go back to the prayers, please. The prayers, that didn't happen here because, first of all, I want to give that. That didn't happen inside of our church. We we, we prayed for 2,386 people out there. Yes.
1: So when we do prayers in here on Sunday morning or anything like that, we don't count those. So those are not counting any of those prayers. So I mean, of course, there are more prayers than that, but that what we, that's what we consider, like, more body-to-body. Body. So this is body-to-community ministry.
0: Yeah, so the next one is that we fed in our community 6,345 people received food in our community because of our church. That's important because you can have all of these church services if you want. But I can't hear your word if I'm hungry. So I need you to help meet my natural need so that I can hear you, what you're trying to get across to me as it relates to your message. Not only that, we gave away 215 backpacks to students in our community last year. With supplies, right. Thank you, Dr. K. With supplies in it, there weren't empty backpacks. Glory to God in the highest.
1: So um, we have a lot to celebrate for our last year. Um, We got a lot done. We stepped out on faith um, and God did not disappoint. And so we believe that the vision that we cast for 2019-20, we will not only meet all those initiatives but exceed. And so to that end, here are your goals for 2019 and 20. Um, This year's initiatives are all focused on growth, and um, not just numerical growth, and we'll kind of look at that, but growth is our underlying um, underlying theme for the year. It's just growth in every area, because we can grow numerically, but if we're not growing spiritually, then we still don't look like the church that God wants us to be, and then we can be growing spiritually, but if we're not growing numerically, there's something strategic that we're missing from heaven, and so they both go hand in hand. So our first initiative um, is the City Transformation Initiative. Um, with the city transformation initiative, we actually will be restructuring, um, how we, um, plan and execute outreaches for the year. Um, we are going more for a city transformation model. Um, outreach will have its place. Evangelism will have its place, but we will be strategic in things that will actually transform the face of our city. Um, to that end, Proverbs 11 and 10 says, when it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices. Um, That hasn't been the testimony of our churches. You saw some of those stats um, about churches and the posture towards churches and even the posture of cities towards churches. They've been one in um, where banks a lot of times now do not even like working with churches. And so when we began to look um, for this property, many banks, many people were telling us how hard it was because of the reputation that the church has with banks as well as with their local city. And so we are going to be intentionally changing that. We are going to change the way that cities, not just San Bernardino, but the way that cities view churches. And part of that is our City Transformation Initiative. Um, The first thing that we're going to do is we'll be launching the Adopt a Home program. Mm Adopt a home um, entails of us going block by block. We'll be adopting one home, and um, I forget what the rate is. I think we add one each month, um, and so as we add one each month, that house will belong to us. And so, any of you all know about us right now? We adopt a school, and so part of what we do is the school can call on us for anything that they need. We volunteer at their events. We clean up their campus. We feed their staff. We pray for their administration. We um, hold a on-campus events so all these kind of things we do as part of our adopt a school program and so we're going to bring it more to our neighborhood and so adopt a home very similar where we'll be offering services to them whether that's cleaning up their yard or doing odd projects around their house if they need food or they have kids doing whatever we can do to service them and so we'll be adding one home a month to that program where we'll start with one and then two and then three until we get up to 12 homes for 2019 and 20 and that's under the city transformation initiative the second thing we'll be doing is the adopt a business Um, and so adopt a business will work very similar but what we found is um, a lot of businesses have left San Bernardino Um, And then the businesses that have stayed, they want to leave San Bernardino, (laughs) okay? (laughs) And so there are some people that want to be here, but we were um, celebrating with a business owner maybe about three weeks ago about how um, excited we were to build relationship with them and how we love the city and everything like that. And they were like, oh, I don't want to be here. You want this building? I want to sell. So, you know, amen. man, we're trying to get that money because he want to sell, he want to get out of here, that's fine. Um, but for everybody that wants to be here, we want to encourage them and let them know that they have a church that's in that same city that wants to pioneer with them and see advancement in our city. That they don't have to want to run away from San Bernardino, but they can be here, they can stabilize, and they can thrive. And so we'll be doing the Adopt a Business program. And so we'll be adopting a new business every other month, and we are starting within the immediate radius of our church um so that not only does the transformation come by our own hand but the transformation comes from us undergirding the businesses and establishments that are already here and so we have ideas and you know we have entrepreneurs and stuff like that and that's amazing but there are some people that are here that have been working that need encouragement and support we are going to be that for them the last thing under the City Transformation Initiative um, is we have been um, really praying on how do we increase our streams of income as a church. We are in a very stable place, um, a very healthy place financially. However, for the vision that God has for us, tithes and offering just won't and so we are extremely proud of our church and and where you are and where you're going um, but we need more streams of income and so part of that city transformation and going back and giving into um, businesses is that we will actually be starting a thrift store this year Um, And so we will have a physical location in our city, as well as um, an online platform, where we not only have a thrift store where we sell items, but we also will um, operate as a clothing closet for people in need. Because some people want to come and purchase items, but we also will become a resource for people who simply just need clothing. And so our thrift store will work as both. Amen. So that's our initiative one, city transformation.
0: Our second initiative is uh, New Miracle Growth. How many of you know God is into numbers? I know the preacher with five members told you he wasn't. But the reality is that he has a whole book called He might be a little interested. When the church was built in Acts chapter 2, the church was started full of people and full of power. Anything that is healthy must grow. When you do not see growth, it is a sign that something is unhealthy somewhere. So in order for us to be a healthy church, we must continue to be a growing church. And we're not just going to grow spiritually. But we're going to grow numerically as we are already doing thus far. So one of our things that I want to give you is Acts chapter 16, 5. And I love the scripture. It says, so the churches were strengthened in faith and increased in number daily. That's Acts chapter 16, verse 5. So the churches were strengthened in faith and increased in number daily. Look at somebody next to you say daily, daily, daily. So our goal this year is to reach 1,500 1, in weekly attendance here at All Nations San Bernardino. So we're looking to impact and, and to really transform. And I'll tell you something that, this, that, the, that the businesses around us are saying. They're saying we've never seen this number of people coming into that building since that building has ever been established. Uh, so... Now y'all don't win and try to take the tuxedo man's parking lot and I have to go and repent to him and say, Can we be friends? And bring the man a gift and such. That is not our lot. But that man, even though he was irritated and called the police on us, at the end of us having a conversation of how upset he was, he said, I think it's amazing. He said, I can see the difference already. Of the vibrancy that has hit the corner of 9th and D. Y'all don't want this. He said I knew something else had to be going on over there because I have never seen anything like this before. So we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to grow because there are power in numbers and I'm sorry if you think that the government and everybody wants to just listen to anyone. The politicians and the civic leadership of our nation within our cities, they want to listen to people who have constituents. If you don't have anybody rocking with you, they don't listen to you. You have no power to move anything without the power of numbers. And so we're going to grow. Not only that, we're going to see an increase. We're going to see 60% of our congregation serving within our church. Come on. It's necessary. We are a serving church. We believe being a people who follow the pattern of Jesus and Jesus himself was a servant and so we're committed to growing and teaching people the power, and not only the power in your serving, but the importance of what you receive in your life when you humble yourself before God.
1: And just to that end, um, because you guys kind of a, need a baseline for where we are, um, for weekly attendance, so we're at about 420 um, for weekly attendance, so that's going to 1,500. And then right now we're at about 42% of serving age um, congregation Serving so about 42% is where we are now, and serving age includes our teenagers, and so that's why I don't like call it like adults necessarily. So of serving age that can join a team, we're at about 42% of those people serving.
0: So we want to increase our generosity, um, and 30% increase in generosity. That means that we want to see our congregation arising in the way that we are generous inside and to our local church. Many of the things that we are doing as a church and our community development corporation that we own, we are doing much things to transform the society and the culture around us, but it takes money. Y'all quiet in here. It takes money to do these things and to transform a city. Thank God for a church where we're not just giving and not ever seeing where our money goes. But thank God for a church that when I sow my seed, I see what happens with the money I sow. Now, some of y'all are playing me right now because you've been to churches that ain't ever did nothing. And you try to act like you all used to what's happening up in here. Look at your neighbor. I'm going to deal with you. Look at your neighbor and say, please. You ought to thank God for a church that's doing something with the seed that you sow and transforming the culture around you. We're going to see, we want to see 80% of our congregation tithing. If, if, if everyone ever tithed in any local church around America, there would never be a need for any kind of special fun. There would never be a need for them to come and ask for, how many of y'all used to have ever gone to a church where they uh, counted the offering in front of you? Anybody ever had that before? Y'all playing. Y'all never been there before? Okay, so of they counted right there. They had to, we do this in remembers members table right there in the front. Y'all remember this? Some of y'all old school church people, and they would count it right there, and then after they counted, if it right, right, they would say, "We had five hundred eight. We need about six hundred more dollars to come in this morning." That's the same kind of churches that used to list who tithe and who didn't. Thank God we got rid of those traditions. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, you want, we want to increase that thing. And not for the sake of just the church. We want to see you prosper. Here's the truth. It's not for me. I'm prospering. I'm doing good in life. You know what I mean? I'm prospering. I want to see you prosper. And the only way you're going to prosper is to do it the kingdom way. That's what's going to last. Amen? So, we are believing to see 80% tithers here at All Nations Worship Assembly San Bernardino. Say it again. So
1: um, just with the 80% tithing, uh, we are not going to be starting to count. We are not going to be listening on the wall. Um, However, we do need you to do something. Um, So sometimes when you give, you don't mark your giving. So we have a lot of people that are giving, and it's just going in the pot okay and so you definitely want to start marking your tithing we won't be looking at any totals or anything like that so you'll just be a tither or a non-tither and this is so that we can try to reach this goal so a Mark your tithe. When you give your tithe, mark it as that. Just a little extra mark, a little extra text when you're um, texting to give. So make sure that you are um, distinguishing between your offering and your tithe. So offering, you don't need to put anything. Just for your tithes, put tithe. So that we can know and count you as a tither. Okay? Amen.
0: Amen. We're not going to check your giving record. Moving on.
1: Um, and so, and then 10% um, of that 30% increase in generosity is gonna to go towards uh, special projects. And so, um, we are in a good place, we're in a healthy place, we can pay our bills, we have money in the bank to pay bills ahead and mortgage ahead and everything like that. However, for some of the projects that we need to do, we are not in a position to tackle some of these projects. So when that man was disgruntled with his building, he asked us if we wanted, I sure wish I could have bought it that day. check You right know there. what I mean? But we just were not in that position and so um, 10% of that 30% increase will cover what we need in order to tackle some of our other um, projects in the city
0: and those projects include even we, we cast vision I'll give you a report on this because I didn't uh, about the veterans house and so we remember how we raised money in December to buy a house for homeless veterans so we did not get anywhere near the amount of money that we raised somewhere about fifty six hundred dollars so just so you can be aware because some people be like well where the veteran house at? you ain't not give me no money so I didn't buy one um, 5,600,
1: so <laughs> like six, like almost 6,000 yeah. is what we raised for the Veterans House. So it's there.
0: Bless you. It, the we didn't account. do anything with it, yeah. but
1: it wasn't enough.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. So, 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 just so you can be clear, because someone says, what happened to that? I don't know. What happened to it? And um, so, <laughs> and so, so we gonna, with that. Not only that, there's an empty lot to my left. That's about 1.3 acres of land. And uh, we would love to be able to capture that. Tuxedo shop. We could get it for probably about $600,000. Uh, We'd we'll love to get it. We'd we'll love to buy it. And, uh, but that's going to come from that 10% that we'll do as 80% of us continue to tithe. Amen. Okay? Amen.
1: And so the first one was city transformation. Second one was nu- uh, numerical growth. And so our third initiative for 2019-20 is Diversity. Diversity. Yeah. And so... Uh, Revelations 5 and 9 says, And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. And so we're talking not just like racial diversity, even though that is a part of it, but we're talking about socioeconomic diversity. We're talking about diversity in ages. We're talking about diversity in backgrounds. We're talking about un church, church, just an entire mix. We want for our church to look like Heaven and so we don't want to be that church that prays, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, and we're pulling on his kingdom because we want to worship and feel better. No, we want to look like his kingdom. And so no longer will we be any part of that segregation that happens on Sunday mornings where people in this certain age group they go to the older people church and the people in this age group go to the younger people church, and the people from this racial background, they go to the black church, and these people go to the Mexican church. I don't even know what that means like when people say that I'm like what does that mean because once you put that label on your church you literally are capping your capacity for what you can hold Yeah. and so we refuse to live under any of those labels because we have the capacity to hold whatever the kingdom sends us and so whatever the kingdom sends us is what our church will look like we will not be foreigners when we get to heaven come on I love it We will live every day what we shall experience in glory. Amen. And so we are looking for diversity on every level. Um, So that we have measurable points of that, though, we have some specific initiatives under there. And one of them is to cultivate Amwa and Español. And so some of you have already heard that I one Espanol will be launching, um, but that's just the beginning of it. So initially, people um, who speak Spanish will be able to come in. Um, They'll be able to get the technology in order to have everything translated for them. Um, They will not have to sit in a corner or a side room or something less than, they will sit right here in the sanctuary body to body, shoulder to shoulder um, with everyone else, but we're just going to make it where they can completely understand um, in their language. So that's the launch of it. However, the complete Um, picture of Anwen Español is that every service that we offer as a church, they will be able to receive in their native language. And so they will be able to receive deliverance in Spanish. They'll be able to receive a prophetic word in Spanish. They'll be able to receive prayer in Spanish. And so everything that we have will be available in Spanish as well. So we're not just gonna stop and say, oh yeah, on Sunday morning we'll translate for you, but good luck getting your devils cast out, you know? And so we're gonna make sure that every service that we offer as a church, we're gonna take it piece by piece, but every service that we offer as a church we will also make available because that will still breed isolation if the services aren't available.
0: We're not building a wall at All Nations yeah. December So we, we,
1: are, we are, there will be no wall up in here. You know what I mean? And so we are looking, um, we're looking for Spanish speakers as well that can help us to provide those services. That means I need a Spanish speaker on every one of those teams. So I need them on first impressions. I need them on intercession. I need them on deliverance. I need them on prophetic. I need them everywhere because we're going to do some body-to-body ministry up in here. Amen. Amen. The second one under there is to increase our 50 and up population by 10%. Amen. And so we have been working really hard. We've established the Champions Ministry. Everything is going well. Pastor Vera is serving, um, and they are growing and becoming stable. Amen. Give it up for Pastor Vera. And so we believe, we really do believe um, that every age group can worship together, but there comes some intentionality with that. And so we have to be intentional about that. And so even um, some of us as partners, we sometimes can call it the young church or different things like that, millennial church. And so we got to break out of that box first and then we also tend to invite people who look like us or are in our age bracket as well and so you will invite your friend but you wouldn't invite your grandma or you invite your coworker, but you wouldn't invite all your mom's friends. And so we need to make sure that even as we invite, we push toward increasing that 50 and up population by 10%, okay? So as we grow, we want them to percentage-wise grow with us as well, amen. Um, So the last one is establish groups on three local college or university campuses and bust them into our worship experiences. There is a huge dip in church participation when it comes to that college-age young adult group. And so some people consider themselves a young adult you're like 27, 28. Okay, statistically, um, you, you might be on your way out of that category. But... Um, <laughs> We're talking about that category right there between like 18 to 24. Um, That group has the lowest participation in their local church. Um, Could be because they're going away to school and different things like that, but why not be their local church while they're here? Why not be a church that they get stabilized in and don't even move back home? Why not uh, come against some of those things that come to attack you in college? Anybody went to college? uh, Anybody got attacked very heavily in college? I mean and exposed that. to things and fell into things and couldn't even and like yes. it was like what is happening so we want to make sure that we walk with them through that season and so right now we're building a strong relationship with Cal State San Bernardino I'm still growing there Uh, But we don't wanna just stop at Cal State San Bernardino. So we will establish local groups on at least three of the local college campuses. That group means that we are there regularly at least once a month um, pushing in onto the campus, but then also offering um, them rides to come here and then possibly feed feed them once a month um, as a part of that program as well. We want to make college students feel welcome here so that as they sort out life and begin their adult life they have support somewhere to get their questions answered somewhere to worship somewhere to safely be confused listen I mean just be safe because there are some things that come with as a growing pain but when it's not in a safe environment that's when the enemy tries to step in amen
0: Absolutely, absolutely. But and the next thing that we're going to do is our fourth initiative is to complete phase two through five of the building project here at the church. Glory to God. And so they are. We are really just only began uh, with many of the things that we're going to do with this facility and its grounds. Uh, there's a lot more work uh, to complete. There's a lot more things to update to make this place uh, even at another level, a place that you love to come and you love to bring people to. And, uh, and so we're going to complete those projects and we're going to get them done. So as the months increase, as we continue with our 80%, we move into our 80% tithing. You'll see some things change in our lobby. You'll see some things change upstairs, all over the building. You're going to see updates and with the property as a whole.
1: Man, is that all the detail you're giving? You can I give was us much. Like, I <laughs> don't really
0: know what the what the phases are. That's why I was trying to, like, just say just a little bit what I know. You, really, you know, you the lady. Tell them what the project so is. So we
1: we have limit we have limited each phase to where we are trying not to go over $20,000 per phase. Um, just to make sure that we are not in a building that looks amazing, but we have no savings and we have no, you know, if we have a dip in offering, we can't pay our mortgage or anything like that. We don't want to be in that situation um, because that's part of the reputation that we have to uphold as a church and so we are making a different testimony um, of our church as it relates to our finances our bank loves us like you know and so we are establishing really strong relationships um, and so with that 20,000 we've kind of chopped it up into different phases Um, so things like the roof um, you know end up taking on its own phase and beyond um, and then other than that, it's like swapping out. Uh, the carpet was okay, and so we're working with it, um, but it's not what we would desire for for our church. The brown chairs, they're okay, but don't the black ones look better? You
0: know what I mean? The people, the people in the brown chairs didn't say nothing. They were sitting there like, actually, I, um, I ain't like the brown chair.
1: Well the brown one the brown ones are a warm color scheme and our color scheme is cold and so um, we'll be going with the cold color scheme um, which is black. so um, and just some of those and you know don't everybody look now but um, some of our chairs you know they've seen they've seen better days.
0: We've had those brown chairs since 2010.
1: Yes. They've seen they've seen better days, and so things like that are in the phases. And then you know you're like, oh, just buy some chairs. And um, those brown chairs, praise God, um, retail they are fifty-two dollars and ninety-five cent per chair. Amen. Um, and so just, you know, just some information for y'all in case just you're perspective. wondering, just some information. Um, and so that's in a phase and the nursery is in a phase and the lobby is in a phase and that lot over there so that it doesn't look like, I don't know, like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Uh, (laughs) We gotta take care of that lot over there. And so uh, some of these things are in the phases. Phase one included the update in the sanctuary. See this amazing paint job, the amazing wood wall, um, the installation of the technology Even putting the plugs up at the ceiling, things like that. Closing up the fellowship hall, that was in phase one as well. Finishing the gate around the perimeter so we have an actual secure perimeter, that was in phase one as well. So we rocked it all the way through phase one. Y'all did that. But the time is ticking and we were supposed to start phase two. We were supposed to take three weeks off. And so that time has come and we're not quite ready um, to start that next phase, but we hope that phase two will start in March. That's when you guys are start hearing the updates on um, what we're doing and what we're doing with the finances. But that's what the phases kind of um, look like two through two through five. Yeah yeah.
0: So we have a vision. Yeah, yeah. And because we have a vision, we don't have to worry about perishing we have something to move towards we have something to complete we have something to do i would never want to be a part of a church that had no vision i would never file, follow a blind leader anywhere i would only follow those who had an understanding of where god wanted to take them and had the faith to step into those places all nation san bernardino we are going somewhere very swiftly My spiritual father says something often, if you're coming, come now. And uh, this is the hour, and God told me this in prayer. He said it through my wife when we were in corporate prayer, and I heard him say it while I was in prayer. He said, Sherman, I'm going to make the corner of 9th and D famous in America. And uh, I, I know that's a lot for some of you to handle. Maybe you don't really believe like that, but I heard him tell me that.